All right, sports fans, welcome to another edition of the D.C. Sports Huddle, and it is sponsored by MGM National Harbor. For the latest in Washington sports, visit MGM National Harbor and experience a sports fan's paradise. It is a three-man huddle today. I am Rob Whitfork alongside George Wallace, Dave Preston, and uh, we are here today to discuss the Washington we gathered community. here today. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's, that's what you, you were you starting. exactly where I was going with I did. It. That's what yeah. I like about you, man. You anticipate Let's go crazy. So uh, the Washington Commanders going to Indianapolis. They're taking on a Colts team that is oddly similar to them. In fact, the quarterbacks are oddly similar. It's just like the Spider-Man meme. They're just like pointing at each other wearing four jerseys. Um, we'll start with the game scenario before we delve into the quarterbacks. Uh, George Wallace, you were at practice today. Uh, still no Jahan Dotson. How's yeah. that offense looking uh, going into a pretty important game in Indianapolis? Yeah, I think that's going to be a a problem. Uh, you know, he's not he's not expected back. Ron Rivera told us after that he's, his hamstring's still a little tight. So, uh, but look, I mean, they're playing with a ton of confidence. I mean, the Taylor Heineke factor is just you know through the roof right now with these guys and the trust. A lot of that the the trust is the big word that we heard yesterday with Terry McLaurin and the way he's throwing the football and. Um, you know, Curtis Samuel, same thing. So I think, I think the not only are the the receivers the key, but I think the fact that the Brian Robinson Antonio Gibson combo now is really starting to click. What are they, what are they calling that? I'm not going to repeat it. No, no, no. No, someone said thunder and lightning. No, but we can't do no, thunder. No, you can't. You can't keep recycling that. No, At least 17 teams have used that. Yeah, for, yeah that's. He just asked me a question. I, I know. I know. Question. I know. I don't like answered, it. No. I, I don't like it. But I think that is a good. Sign that that duo is starting to click. Now, the offensive line still a problem as well. You know, Sam Cosby's still dealing with the hand. I don't think he's going to have to move over to guard. Lots of shuffling along the offensive line. So, still a lot of question marks as far as injuries are concerned. But I think that, uh, you know, the offense is another week now with Taylor at the helm, the first string of practice. So, that's obviously going to help. Uh, the thing that worries me is just, you know, you're getting a, you're getting a, 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 a new a quarterback. I mean, I, I think. Anytime it's first thing, first time for a quarterback, I think anything, everything's off the table. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, even though he hasn't played, right. but you still have that fresh new quarterback, not much tape on him. He can come in just kind of pitch and catch, as the old ball coach used to say. <laughs> so you never well, know. That's what no. that's what scares me about the game. And actually, you know what? Let's let let's delve into that because that's what, that's Steve a pretty no. Well, no, yeah. let's not ever talk about him again. But uh, actually, just I'm that 11. aspect right. of it, Dave Preston, just the defense going up against a guy. There is no film on him. He's a yeah. six round pick. He's unheralded. But you have is to that go, a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think it's I think it's not necessarily a good thing for Washington. I don't yeah. think it's a good thing for Indianapolis because if this guy was worth his salt, he would have thrown a pass in a regular season game either last year or this year. He's appeared in games just to like kneel down, I think, or something along those lines. He's yet to throw a pass in the regular season. And that's, I mean, I'm sure there's preseason tape on him that they can check out. He was really they good can, in preseason yes. numbers-wise. And that's the players we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. they have, we have preseason right. tape, but yeah. that's it. They yeah. can look at Maryland game tape because at Texas, he uh, with the Longhorns, he lost twice to the Terrapins uh, in back-to-back years. Like so that. he's got that going for him. I like that. Um, but I think... It, I'd be confident if I were this defense. They shut down Green Bay. Now, granted, the Packers, I, it's something to see a team up close and in person. The Packers are just, they did not look good offensively at all. And the numbers don't lie. 0 for 6 on third down. They had an early drive, a late drive, and not a lot in between. 
So I think Washington defensively was able to take advantage of that. I don't think enough is made about how the unit has really kind of played well the last few weeks. I think they're number two in the league right now in getting off the field on third down. That that stat can always be kind of massaged depending on if you've got a lot of third and longs or third and shorts or stuff like that. But I like how the pass rush is really coming together as well. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Sam Ellinger is going to – it's one thing to succeed in the preseason. Babe Loffenberg was a Hall of Famer in August <laughs> for the Burgundy and Gold. He did not play for Washington. He loves during, bringing him Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got an award. He's got an yeah. award. <laughs> and he and I talk on Twitter from time to time, like Billy Zapker, Ian Ziering, or George Lazenby. Uh, but I, 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 I think the Washington up. defense uh. – the way that they've been able to get after the passer, after experienced passers mm -hmm. this season, they're going to make Sam Ellinger's life a nightmare. And I don't think the Colts are effective enough running the football. They're 30th in the league uh, to counteract whatever heat uh, Washington's going to bring in the past. Holcomb is hurt, too, by the way. He's missed a couple days of practice with the foot. That's yeah, that's not, not good that's because, not good. I mean, he's... He's their one he's linebacker. The, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that, and he's the guy who calls the play. Yeah. You know, he's the quarterback said, of the defense. Rivera so said today of Jamin Davis, who's had a better better last few weeks than the start to the season. If he has to play extra more minutes, he's totally fine with it. Whether he believes it or not, I don't know. But uh, Cole Holcomb uh, hurting is uh, not ideal uh, as well. Yeah. And he's saying a lot of things he may or may not believe these days, like uh, like the quarterback situation, which we're going to circle back to. But do you think the um, do you think that the defense will get the better of Ellinger on Sunday? Over, I, I think with Ellinger playing in this game, it takes Washington's chances of winning down just because of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do, you think, what do you think about that? Here's the here, here's what I think about it. Nobody I think it? that the defense. Think? No? <laughs> Anyone making eye contact? I, I like that. The um, I think the defense is going to struggle in the first half. I'm old enough to remember when rookie quarterbacks used to give Washington defenses fits. I still have nightmares about Vince Young uh, tearing up that uh, defense. If and I know that that was a long remember, time. What do you think we are? Right. I mean, you were, we're comparable in age, right? Jeez. I mean, we're, we're, See, we're all I in the same the generation. Thing, the only thing that gives me fits with when you think about the Burgundy and Gold from a confidence standpoint is – some over-the-hill Arizona quarterback, whether it's Dave Craig oh, or Boomer Esiason. Boomer Esiason. Yeah, Boomer Esiason throwing for 500 yards. Those are yeah. nightmares. Yeah. I think, I think, I, but you are right. Rookie quarterbacks have been yeah. able to have their and way. And he is, in effect, a rookie yeah. because yeah. he has yet to throw a pass. So I think the unknown is right. going to – I think it's going to be good for the Colts maybe in the first half. And maybe I'm giving Washington's uh, coaching staff too much credit – but I think there will be some halftime adjustments, and I think in the second half you may see a situation like we saw against the Eagles where they kind of had their way a little bit for a little stretch of the game in the first half, and then out of halftime then they sort of right the ship and yeah. then uh, you know pull one out uh, in the end. I know they didn't pull it out against the Eagles, but uh, I think that they would be able to pull one out against a pretty lackluster Colts team. You would hope. I agree with you, and especially the way they've been playing. And I thought it was right. interesting today, Ron Rivera, who missed – had to miss yesterday's practice. Was in California with his mother. He said everything is fine. Was a little scared at first, but she's yeah. okay. Um, but he said, as far as coaches that were handling practice in the meetings, Jack did a lot of it. But Randy Jordan was running the offensive meetings, the running back coach, because he didn't want to take Jack totally away from the defense because of how well mm -hmm. they've been playing. Right. He wanted to keep a focus on that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. No, that was good. Uh, so do we think Washington's going to win this game? I've got an 18-13 final. They get another safety. God, uh, this they, guy's they looking tackle. for score a and, and the thing every is, week. 
And, and, Didn't you have 18 13 last week? Uh, I had 8 4 a few weeks oh, ago. Eight, I had 25 18 they lost. 18 the magic number, I guess. I but had I, their number I right see, last week I, at 23. But. I, I see the kid oh. running out of bounds at some point in the end zone, and that's and that's our safety. Oh but I, I see. Uh, that's interesting. I, I see Taylor Heineke playing well, and I think uh, what's, not, what's incredible, not incredible, but what is encouraging about this offense is that the guys out there really do want to make plays for oh, Taylor yeah. Heineke. He is one of their own. He's not an outside guy coming in, a former Eagle, former Colt, who's coming in with a big contract. He's a guy who they've seen work his way up and through and onto a roster from the practice squad and everything, and these guys want to make plays for him, and I think they're going to be able to make plays for him this Sunday in the passing game, whether it's McLaurin going back for his homecoming. The last time he played there was a Big Ten championship game. Only three catches, but two of them were for touchdowns. touchdowns right. I think right. he has a. I, th- right. I think Terry McLaurin has a big day. He's getting I think they get him the ball. Tickets. Yes, ex- yeah. Seventy tickets. Yeah, I mean you gotta have your. You gotta have. And your I think he there. might have a target for every one of those That's tickets. Because right. look, here's the thing. I mean, they only go there once every eight yeah, years. Right. So I, I mean, if he's gonna have a long career, even if he does have a long career here, that's gonna be a Maybe, long right. time before he's back. I right. also like what the running game is going to do now that uh, Robinson is. He's not. He's not 100, percent but he's near. You know, full peak uh, as far as capa- being able to contribute. He and Gibson can really take some heat off of Heineke, yeah. and Heineke's able to take heat off this offensive line in a way that Wentz was not able to. They're going to have to only run once. the ball because yeah. uh, here's the thing. I mean, that uh, that Colts front is actually pretty sneaky good. Yeah, They're right. able to get to the quarterback pretty regularly without having to use a lot of blitzing. Their front four has been uh, doing – uh, pretty well there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm going to pick Washington at the risk of uh, jinxing them because mm-hmm. I've picked against them and it's worked really well for them in recent weeks. But <laughs> I'm going to say Washington wins it 22-21. Uh, I just, I, if you're starting two quarterbacks that are basically Taylor Heineke, the more experienced Taylor Heineke figures to win. That's I like that pretty much. I, the, that's go ahead, go with it. Yeah. When in doubt, go with. So what, what do you think? I, I think I think it's I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna come up short. Just because I think somehow he Ellinger's gonna what do you have what's his name Sam Ellinger yeah I think it's Ellinger he's gonna it's Ellinger. he's going to uh, thing, if you have G. to ask like he, it was is, a hard is he G. that important it's a hard <laughs> G. I mean I looked at, you look this up <laughs> on, on YouTube somebody I, on the yeah. somebody on CBS I've been saying Ellinger, Ellinger but I, I also slipped me. in called uh, uh, Agent Zero uh, Albert. Albert, uh, last night. Albert uh, Arenas last okay. night. Well, it was just Albert, like, then. no, it's yeah, it's no, yeah, it's Gilbert. Yeah. You see, I know that, but okay. it's like, I, sl- I just well, do it. Well, like, a lot of, yeah. like, like King Charles has multiple middle names. Yeah. <laughs> I just do it for comedic factor. No, I think that, I think at the end, I think there's going to be a mistake and it's going to be a, a last, uh, you know, late drive and the Colts are going to win by three. I, I just feel like it's just too much. Like I said, I thought that. With Matt Ryan, I would pick Washington, but I just yeah. think it's that first, it's that rookie quarterback. He hasn't played yet. Everybody's going to be fired up to play for him, and he's going to come out. He doesn't even know what to do. He's I would gonna... agree with you if they still had Blankenship as their kicker in Indianapolis, right. because he's yeah. actually quite as it's kept. He's actually a pretty decent rapper. I don't know if you ever. I don't missed on, him out. Missed no? on that one. No, no. okay. I'll have to All right. check it out. Well, let's talk about the quarterback situation because it's Washington and it's what we do in Washington. Now there is a. Situation with the Carson Wentz contract where if you don't, if he doesn't play 70% of the snaps, Washington doesn't have to give up their second round pick. I think it reverts to a third round pick uh, in the upcoming draft. And so with Heineke playing comparable to Wentz, if not better, 
does it make sense to bring Wentz back? I would say no. And then uh, actually, uh, Ben Standig, we all know Ben Standig of The Athletic, uh, right. pointed the question at Ron Rivera earlier this week. He said basically, We're not you know, there you, yet. You, yeah, you don't, you don't want to make a decision like this based on a contract. But you kind of do. And the problem, and it, 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 it sort of, and it raises the issue that I feel like I've brought up multiple times here is that when you have the GM wearing the same hat as the coach, then those things sort of bump up against each other because the GM can come in and say, oh, no, we're not going to play him because I want our second round pick. That's what's best for the team moving forward. The coach is trying to win today. So. Ron Rivera, of course, is going to say, I'm going to play the guy who's going to give us the but best chance to win. he's already missing four games. Is that going to be uh, 70%? Well, here's the thing. If he comes back within that, closer to the four-game realm, then the 70% can still happen. If you keep him out, you know, six weeks and beyond, now you're not going to meet that mm-hmm. 70%. So my question is, do you keep Wentz sidelined? I say yes, well, because if it, everything is considered equal, then why wouldn't you... Hold on to your second round pick and keep Heineke under center. If I he think misses, you're, you're trying to win. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think if Heineke goes four and zero, okay, fine. He's yeah. not going to go four and zero. He's not. If he goes one and three, he lose three straight. Yeah. You bring Carson Wentz back because well, Carson Wentz then, won, lost four in a row. How about okay. one, two, and one? <laughs> but I, I guess my my whole thing in the beginning of the year was when we get to December, 10, 11, 12 games, whatever it is. Yeah. If when they're out of it, then you make the switch. And you bench Carson because of that seventy percent mm-hmm. thing. Right. If they're one and three, what are they now? Three and four. So yeah, let's say they so they go three. Let's say if they're three and seven, mm-hmm. are you technically do you bring Carson for a couple of weeks, maybe to try and catch some fire? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if they're at what spot they are after four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right? think yeah. yeah. I well d- doing some math. Uh, Twelve out of seventeen is just over seventy percent. So if mm-hmm. he makes twelve okay. starts, in theory, he would be over seventy percent of the snaps. Grant, you know, just but just barely. I think in this four to six week window where he will be gone, say they are you know, say they're winning and uh, Heineke's playing well, he doesn't come back. I agree if they're that. winning and Heineke is vomiting all over himself on a weekly basis, he has twice as many picks as he does touchdowns, but they're winning this one, you know, by just uh, smoke and mirrors, and they're doing so thanks to defense, special teams, and turnovers, then maybe you, then you bring Wentz back. Yeah. But if they're losing, then I think I think after a certain time you, you flip the uh, switch and uh, give Sam Howell some starts in late December, early January. If they're in it uh, I'd still, say anybody except Wentz. If they're in it, he's not going to, he's going to play Carson Wentz. Okay. That's his guy. I, I, I mean, he's trying to win, right? But is it his guy? I, I don't see a situation under which Carson Wentz is back next season. I don't. I, I agree. I with agree you with there. that. But yeah. are you still trying to win this year? I think Heineke yeah, but, but is I'm the saying, quarterback if you can st- until he plays his way out of the lineup. Here's the thing: they're not winning with either one of these quarterbacks being the driving force. Mm-hmm. You're winning if you're running the ball. You're winning mm-hmm. if you're playing defense. So if you're not winning because of the quarterback, then it shouldn't matter which quarterback you play, right? I mean, if Heineke, I mean, we kind of touched on this last week. It's like each guy gives you something different, but the way the team plays around Heineke. 
I don't think Heineke's all that as a player, but I just hear what these yeah. guys in the locker room are saying, and they're you know diving through walls to uh, for this guy in a way that they didn't for Carson Wentz. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Right. When Heineke's in there, and with Wentz, when Wentz is in there, it just the numbers just don't add up for whatever reason, and it's a it's a shame because. We thought that, all right, they're going to have a, a guy who can make those 40 to 50-yard throws. And as we mentioned a couple weeks yeah. ago, you know what? This offensive line isn't built for those 40 to 50-yard throws. Heineke's got to take better care of the ball. He's got to make better decisions. That's obvious. Right, because he should have thrown like four yes. picks in that game. And, <laughs> yeah, oh, the first the first quarter yeah. alone. Yeah. And that, should, that, that yeah. very well could have been a fumble yeah. that I was uh, I uh, uh, filled in for George for the Tampa Bay game. Uh, you like that. That was disastrous. And then Kirk Cousins brought them back that fumble that was returned for a touchdown that got waved off looked like that play right there and okay Mm -hmm. this game's over the regime is done yeah and uh so what i got from that then is that when he fills in for you there's a lucky win coming washington's way so we need to we need to do this every year for the sake of the fans or robbie gold kicks three field goals (laughs) and uh kyle shanahan and mike shanahan rub uh the burgundy and gold's nose in the uh oh they love doing that they love doing that all right so uh we as of this taping anyways uh virginia tech has not played yet at uh kicks off what is a pretty interesting weekend of uh, college football, Dave Preston. It, and it's kind of one of those odd weekends because Maryland is off. They've uh, clinched a bye last uh, Saturday. But they're going to a bowl. I mean, yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, they clinched a bowl. They have a bye this weekend. Yeah. And what, well, talk about what a relief that is. Hell because yeah. you go into the bye week coming off uh, three losses in uh, five games and you've got Wisconsin, who they've played better under their interim head coach. You then have Penn State on the road. You have Ohio State at home. Yeah. And then you're back to where you usually are where, yeah, it's it's nice to make these bowls. It was nice to make a bowl last year, but you'd like to not have to beat Rutgers to get yes. into a bowl. Correct. And the, the, the Saturday the last game of the year. So right. Huge yeah. win for the Terrapins last Saturday. They're and off. it was an inspiring win. I mean, yes. the way they pulled that oh, out. Yeah. That's, Without their starting that's a quarterback. Character, yeah, that's Without a character. Roman Hemby's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and that's when you look at what Maryland has been able to do since they've joined the Big Ten, they've had some great running backs, some great receivers. The difference this year, I think, is the offensive and defensive lines. Both are markedly better than they have been. James Madison is also on a bye. They've lost two straight. But, yes, you, as you mentioned, Virginia Tech has to find themselves against NC State or their season's basically over. Virginia has a little bit more wiggle room. The Cavaliers have four straight home games. So they, they have a chance to make a bit of a run. If they split, then they would enter Thanksgiving week needing a win to get to a bowl. And Navy has just had a lot of bad luck. But they do yeah. play a Temple team that they've been able to dominate as of late. And uh, uh, Although Kurt Warner's son, E.J. Warner, is on, is the uh, starting quarterback. For Temple? For Which one? Oh, yeah. He's got like that? nine kids. Well, the, the, one, you know, the one who's the quarterback. He, yeah, could exactly. field, he could field a whole team. It's not like he's Philip Rivers. Come on. <laughs> That's true. But. Yeah, pretty much, or Cam Newton for that matter, because we have to you bring him up every week. He's got to bring him up every week. We got bring him up every week. I'm going to keep saying it till somebody signs him, and hopefully it's Washington. He's not going to play. All right, man. guys. Then I'm I'm going to close this out with this because the Washington Wizards, who are off to a three and one start of as of this recording, uh, very good start for them. Do we want to talk about Delon right? Uh, mm. Do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. So then the <laughs> he's, he's not gone. playing. The end. <laughs> they announced that. They are going to bring back the big three, their words, of Agent Zero, Antoine Jameson, and Tough Juice. 
Karan Butler. Uh, Karan Karan Butler. Butler. Loved him as a player when he was Loved there. him as a player. I love all three players. Yeah. I love that era of Wizards basketball. But here's what we're not going to do. we got to stop calling them a big three because Miami had a big three, went to the finals four straight years, yeah, won a couple really of good. titles with a big three. The Bulls had a couple of different big threes yeah, and had good. a couple of three-peats. Big two plus Those one. are big threes. <laughs> These guys, as much yeah. as I love them, right. I love them. But y'all got to the second round of the playoffs. Once. Once. One That's not a big series. three. And I'm going to give our and I'm going to give our guy uh Jose Umania credit for calling them the mid three because like when you get oh yeah. I love it and that's what the kids are saying, you know? Cuz that's what keeps me young and youthful is having a teenage daughter. I love you Jasmine. And uh and having people in the newsroom who are literally old enough to also be my children. So yes, I'm going to go ahead and say that we got to <laughs> stop calling us all these guys. Yeah. yeah, we got to stop calling them older. We got to stop calling them the big 3. Right. As much that. fun as that 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 era was, it was. They beat the Bulls. They Gilbert shot. Yep. But they. How many times they lose the second round or the how many times they lose to the Cavs? And then right. and then he and then the free throw with LeBron at the free right. throw line, he choked. This is like yeah. this is like the Cleveland Cavaliers I talking know. about oh we're gonna bring back uh you know Price and yeah. uh, you know big three yeah. no it wasn't a big three you guys like a, it was yeah. exciting yeah. it was exciting that'll be fun to see them all back it was fun and. Yeah, and again, I can't emphasize enough. Love all three of those players. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun era, and that was actually, Eddie, and, and it was Jordan. an important era. I'm going to yeah. say this: it was right. an important era because the Bullets were fun to watch when you had, you know, two fifths of the Fab Five here. Uh, they went through a stretch where they were not fun to watch. You were just Kwame. going to, the, yeah, you were just going to games to see whoever the <laughs> Wizards were playing. And MJ, that was the first window where we were coming to see the Wizards. Right. Play yeah, after Michael Jordan. What they had. After they, Michael right, Jordan left after town. Michael Eddie Jordan, Jordan came in. And I think yeah. you're right. That we was, do need to celebrate that. We yeah. do they, need they, to they celebrate went, that. They went over 20 years but without winning a playoff series. They right. went too far by calling them a big three. I just think that that's just, okay. that's revisionist history. All right. But also, that's me nitpicking. But yeah. that's what the show is. to bring for. everybody down. That's what we do. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> it was another edition of the DC Sports Huddle. It was fun otherwise, right? I mean, you know. Other than your attitude. My attitude is great great when the mic is on yes my attitude is great uh this is sponsored by mgm national harbor for the latest in washington sports visit mgm national harbor and experience a sports fans paradise i am rob woodfork that is george wallace and that right there is dave preston and we are all breaking the huddle all of us george you don't do that why don't you break the huddle i don't like breaking.